Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Verdict in the rape and sexual assault trial in Los Angeles. One-time movie mogul, Harvey Weinstein. No bond as a Silver Spring man accused of killing a gas station clerk awaits other charges. I'm Dick Iuliano. Alex Ovechkin has another chance to make hockey history tonight. WTOP at 7 o'clock. January 6th House Committee on former President Trump. More than sufficient evidence exists for a criminal referral. Lifting of Title 42 asylum restrictions on hold. The Supreme Court has issued only a temporary stay. A late-week Midwest blizzard. Nothing short of historic. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The January 6th panel recommends that the Justice Department prosecute former President Trump. The latest from our Stephen Portnoy. The panel voted unanimously to recommend four charges against the former president. Obstructing an official proceeding, conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to make false statements, and assisting insurrection. It is a grave federal offense. Maryland Democrat Jamie Raskin noted conviction on an insurrection count would render Donald Trump ineligible to serve in any federal office. Four Republican House members, including Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, have also been referred to the House Ethics Committee for failing to cooperate with the panel's investigation. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. CBS's Major Garrett says the committee's recommendations are unprecedented. It is so much larger than the crimes implicated in Watergate. And this committee, through its investigative work and the referrals, is now handing that entire effort over to the Justice Department. It will be the weightiest decision this Justice Department will ever have to make. Former President Trump says the charges are fake and that they're trying to keep him from running for president. Just in, a verdict in the Los Angeles trial of former movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. CBS's Matt Piper. A jury finds Harvey Weinstein guilty on one count of rape involving a woman known as Jane Doe Number 1. But the jury was hung on several other counts where a mistrial has now been declared, including an accusation from the wife of California's governor. The 70-year-old had pleaded not guilty to all seven charges against him. He's already serving a 23-year sentence for sexual assault conviction in New York. The Supreme Court issues a temporary stay on lifting pandemic-era restrictions on asylum seekers known as Title 42. It comes after a challenge by a group of Republican-led states, CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. The Supreme Court might end up hearing arguments on whether Title 42 was improperly struck down by a lower court, ruling that its intended purpose, public health during the pandemic, was negligible, especially now. An appellate court agreed. Title 42 would have ended on Wednesday had the Supreme Court not intervened. But that doesn't mean that the Supreme Court won't ultimately agree with the lower court. The Uvalde, Texas school district this hour holds a board meeting to discuss safety on campus. On Wall Street, it loses more ground. The Dow closed down 163 points. NASDAQ fell 159. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 on WTOP, Monday evening, December 19th, 2022. Georgetown now at 37 degrees.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. We continue to follow the major news this evening involving the January 6th investigation and criminal referrals against former President Trump. The panel also made ethics referrals involving several members of Congress. We have the latest from WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent, Mitchell Miller. Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin says one of the four criminal referrals against the former president involves obstruction linked to certifying the 2020 election results. The whole purpose and obvious effect of Trump's scheme were to obstruct influence and impede this official proceeding. The ethics referrals of members of Congress include the House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, for failing to answer the committee's subpoena. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, who's slated to become House Judiciary Committee Chair, has also been referred to the ethics panel. The January 6th committee has also adopted its final report, which will be released later this week. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. 704, the Silver Spring man charged with killing a White Oak gas station attendant and suspected of other murders, including that of his pregnant girlfriend, has been found mentally incompetent to stand trial. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports that trial, if it ever gets underway, would involve three counts of murder. A Montgomery District Court judge found 31-year-old Tory Moore a danger to the community, committing him to the Department of Health for further psychiatric evaluation. It's important to note that he is not freeing the community. He is being held without bond. State's Attorney John McCarthy says two more murder charges are pending against Moore for the death of a woman eight months pregnant whose body was found in his home. He's likely going to be transferred to Clifton T. Perkins Hospital where he will be evaluated for competency to stand trial. Moore must be arraigned on the additional murder counts and faces a future mental competency hearing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A map project in Montgomery County is looking into the history of racial segregation in county neighborhoods. The online interactive mapping segregation project shows parts of the county that had racial covenants for much of the 20th century that banned the sale and rent of property to black people and other minority groups. Planners say plotting those covenants shows the extent of discrimination and explores how those patterns might continue to play out. 705. Now, a crucial vote expected tomorrow here in the nation's capital. It's one that D.C.'s mayor hopes will begin the turnaround of the city's troubled public housing system. D.C. Council is expected to vote to eliminate most of the current elected and independent housing board members and install an appointed reform board. This after a scathing federal report that says the city is failing to provide decent, safe, and sanitary public housing. Current board member Janet Parker, who also lives in public housing, says this is not the answer. My role is to be the checks and balances on the power of the mayor. Tens of thousands of people are waiting for public housing. Council Chair Phil Mendelson is in favor of moving forward and has said the current board is viewed as dysfunctional. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, an unprecedented move by Congress. The House January 6th Committee unveiling criminal referrals today against former President Trump. The president has an affirmative and primary constitutional duty to act to take care that the laws be faithfully executed. Nothing could be a greater betrayal of this duty than to assist in insurrection against the constitutional order. That is Maryland Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin. We'll have the latest analysis from National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff Dufour straight ahead. 
707. Hi, I'm Deborah Feinstein with WTOP and host of our upcoming series, Get on Top of Your Health. That's where sponsors have an opportunity for their thought leaders and experts to give advice on getting and staying healthy. Share expertise on heart health, fitness, oral care, cancer care, nutrition, innovative screenings, and other health topics. Do you want to help people live healthier lives and also gain exposure for your brand? Learn more about Get on Top of Your Health sponsorship opportunities by going to WTOP.com and search health. Supporting current and veteran service members, the Military Bowl, presented by Paraton, benefiting the USO, matches Duke and UCF on December 28th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Purchase your tickets now at militarybowl.org. We're calling on students who think with their hands to join a new generation of builders for Navy's next-gen submarines. That's right, submarines. Are you in? Start your career at buildsubmarines.com. Paid for by the Military Bowl Foundation. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Ian Crawford is in the traffic center. We start in Virginia, and so much for the quick getaway. We've got a jackknife tractor trailer southbound 95, right before Lorton, exit 163. He's off to the right side of the roadway, but he is uh, twisted around a little bit. Everyone's squeezing by on the left shoulder, and delays beginning at about uh, the Fairfax County Parkway, so delays from Newington. Heading southward on I-95, and this one will be in the road for a while. Express lanes are open, heading southbound. Volume picking up there as well as you might expect, but that might be your quickest workaround. Southbound 95, the jackknife tractor trailer before Lorton. Also on 95 southbound, we had an earlier issue before Garrisonville. That is clear, but we still have some very curious slowing right before or right after exit 143 for Garrisonville. Cannot get a handle on what is in the roadway. People starting to dodge out of that center of the roadway. We may have one stopped in the roadway with caution, but again, no camera on this one. If you've got eyes on it, let us know what you're seeing. 866-304-WTOP. On the Fairfax County Parkway, caller finds a crash northbound near Huntsman Boulevard. I believe most of it is out of the road, but we're waiting for first responders to make the scene, and once they get there, they may take a right lane. The earlier issue in Loudoun County, 15 northbound near Tut Lane. The lanes are open. Delays finally starting to clear out. Beltway travel in Maryland Interloop near New Hampshire Avenue heading toward I-95. The crash activity, I believe, is now over on the right shoulder. We had the earlier crash 95 southbound after 212. That is now out of the roadway as well. Had crash activity through Chevy Chase on uh, Connecticut Avenue southbound right at Bradley Lane, and that, that last report was blocking the right side. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-IN-VA. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Mainly clear tonight with lows in the 20s. Highs tomorrow in the low to mid 40s with mostly sunny skies and lighter winds than today. Plenty of sun again on Wednesday. Temperatures in the low to mid 40s. 40s again on Thursday with rain in the forecast. And the chance that this rain begins as some ice and snow west of the I-95 corridor. More rain on Friday that could potentially end as a brief period of snow as temperatures fall from the 50s into the 20s. Then tracking one of the top 10 coldest Christmases on record. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. In Manassas, we have 34 degrees. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 7-11. CBS News special report. Lawmakers are slamming former President Trump for standing by as a mob swarmed the Capitol on January 6th. Maryland's Jamie Raskin. We believe that the evidence described by my colleagues today and assembled throughout our hearings warrants a criminal referral of former President Donald J. Trump. Committee Chairman Benny Thompson says the panel's conducted thousands of interviews. Beyond our findings, we will also show that evidence we've gathered points to further action beyond the power of this committee or the Congress to help ensure accountability under law. Analyst Leonard Steinhorn. The committee wants to lay out the evidence not only for a possible criminal indictment, but for the eyes of history to examine the fragility of our democracy. Many Republicans are calling the committee's findings partisan. CBS News Special Report. I'm Monica Ricks. For more about tonight's unprecedented referrals, Dimitri gets on Skype with National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff Dufour. We learned that they feel that they have enough evidence on four counts to refer those counts to the Department of Justice. Obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States on multiple instances, conspiracy to make a false statement, and then assisting, aiding, or comforting an insurrection. They also referred four members of Congress to the Ethics Committee for failure to comply with lawful subpoenas, among them the likely incoming Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. They've made very clear they think they have all the evidence to prove all of these charges. Unlike the charge of perhaps the most explosive charge, they did not refer a seditious conspiracy. They did not refer that one to the Department of Justice because they didn't feel that they had the evidence to support it. But Jamie Raskin, our local Maryland congressman who sits on the panel, said along with the evidence the Department of Justice has collected, they may at some point gather enough evidence to indict on that if they so choose. There was a little snippet of new video. It was from a former Trump assistant, Hope Hicks, and she outlined the fact that the former president, then current president, was saying, I'm not worried about my legacy being tarnished, essentially, because if I don't win again, it doesn't matter what my legacy is. And I've been hearing some, at least former Trump supporters, take that little bit of video and say, look, it's clear that this guy wanted to win, but has a crime actually been committed here? What are you hearing from the, the experts you've been reading about, hearing from today, about it's one thing to say that the president did wrong. Is it another to try to get to the level of an actual crime? The legal experts I've talked to and read seem to think that there is enough here. Now, there's a huge caveat, and that caveat is the the committee threw the book at Trump essentially today, uh, but they don't have the authority to throw the book all the way at him. They have to hand off the book, if, if I can torture the metaphor a little bit more, so that the DOJ can throw it all the way. This is very much about the DOJ and now the special counsel, Jack Smith, making that determination with the additional evidence that they've come up with. We're assuming they're going to have some additional evidence. Making a case in the committee room, I would add, is much different from making a case in court, which is much different also in terms from making a political case to the public. So that's where we are now. The panel has made its case to the public, but now we are really where the legal rubber hits the road in terms of whether the special counsel can make this match up with the evidence he has and get charges filed. That is National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff Dufour. He's also the author of the Sunday Nightcap newsletter that recaps each week in Washington, previews the week ahead, and includes an interesting cocktail recipe each week. I think we're going to need some of those. Coming up here on WTOP, Alex Ovechkin's chance to make more history this evening. Some more grumbling about the commanders. Speaking of needing a stiff cocktail, that might be it. 
Stay with us on WTOP. What's the value of house calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage? A highly trained nurse practitioner does a free exam right in seniors' homes. Comprehensive. Looks holistically at health, from medical care to social and other needs. Follow through. Support seniors in getting the follow-up care they need. That's why millions of seniors rely on house calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage. Learn more at uhg.com slash house calls. House calls may not be available in all areas. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals and Red Wings underway at Capital One Arena. The home team skating for a seventh win in their last eight. We have no score early on. The Caps already four shots on goal in this one. Uh, out shooting uh, Detroit 4-1. to one. Uh, Still on Ovi Watch if he scores a goal tonight. Uh, that'll match uh, the uh, second most in NHL history. Uh, Monday Night Football, about an hour from kickoff in Green Bay. The Packers need to beat uh, Baker Mayfield and the Rams in order to stay even in the periphery of the playoff picture in the NFC. And ahead of this game, uh, Sammy Watkins released by the Packers, so one less uh, weapon there for Aaron Rodgers tonight. Uh, Jalen Hurts' MVP campaign suffers a bit of a setback. The Eagles quarterback, uh, suffered a sprain to his throwing shoulder in yesterday's win in Chicago. His status for Saturday's crucial clash in Dallas is in question. The uh, commander's quarterback situation comes into question after last night's heartbreaking and controversial loss to the New York Giants. And yes, the refs screwed it up at the end, but Taylor Heineke left a lot of points on the field, including a couple of footballs. Ron Rivera, any thoughts about benching him? The biggest thing more than anything else is sticking with Taylor and, and what we're trying to establish. And it is something, though, that is talked about, obviously, out there. And it is something that, to be quite frank, I do have to think about at some point. But if, if we can get back on track and play the way we've played and do the things that we've done, then we'll stick with where we are. So the Heineke roller coaster rolls on. In Baltimore, John Harbaugh says he's not making any changes to his staff amid outcry over the Ravens' loss in Cleveland. And uh, it kind of bears reminding Ravens fans. They always seem to go crazy uh, over their team. They're 9-5. and five. They're still in the thick of the playoff race perspective folks rob woodfork wtop sports 717 and about six out of ten alexandria city public school students feel safe in class they say gang activity along with people selling and using drugs top their new list of concerns alexandria now reports the school system is thinking about enhancing the role of its school resource officers to not only serve as law enforcement but as teachers and informal counselors Interim Superintendent Melanie K. Wyatt is using a new report by Hanover Research, which revealed the students' concerns. To present a plan next month, she'll also work in recommendations from an advisory group. Now to the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The House January 6th Committee is urging the Justice Department to bring criminal charges against former President Trump. Ahead, we'll tell you who else got a criminal referral today. New tonight, the U.S. Supreme Court delays the end of Title 42. It keeps in place a Trump-era immigration policy that lets asylum seekers be quickly turned away at the border. Also breaking, Harvey Weinstein found guilty of rape at a Los Angeles trial in another Me Too moment of reckoning. Weinstein's already serving prison time after being found guilty in New York. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 
Now Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. We are tied up in knots on 95 in Virginia, Dimitri. We're going to start there trying to get out of the Springfield interchange and trying to get past Newton, or Newington, I should say. And that, I say, I stress trying because we've got an issue. Southbound 95 before Lorton is where we have, I believe, a jackknife tractor trailer. Certainly one off the side of the roadway over on the right side. Lots of response. Single left, squeezing by on the shoulder, trying to get past this one. So as you can imagine, trying to squeeze four lanes of traffic down into one, the delays are getting thick fast. If you can get into the express lanes, if the price is right for you, maybe that's your workaround. Otherwise, work your way over to Route 1 and try to work your way around that way. But 95 is pretty much a non-starter right now with the crash involving the tractor trailer off the side of the roadway over on the right side. Single left on the shoulder getting by. Caller confirms our suspicion down by Gary. Harrisonville, southbound on 95, near exit for 143, just a couple miles before that, near mile marker 145, we do have a disabled tractor trailer blocking the center lane. Stay left, stay right, expect delays, southbound 95 as you approach exit 143. That's going to be your breakaway point. Everything is good there. Northbound as you are not fettered by any of this. 66, no reported delays. On the Capitol Beltway, we had a crash interloop on the service road for exit 47 for Route 7, Leesburg Pike. It was over on the right side of the ramp. Unclear whether it still is. Maryland Beltway, the earlier crash on the interloop after New Hampshire Avenue before I-95 should be shouldered right now. The crash through Chevy Chase was southbound on Connecticut Avenue near Bradley Lane. That was over on the right side. Unclear whether it still is. District travel, very sluggish across the 14th Street Bridge into the district, but no specific incidents pending at the moment. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. And with your very cold forecast, Amelia Draper. A cold night across the area with lows in the 20s and overall mainly clear skies. For tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, we'll have highs in the low to mid 40s with plenty of sunshine tomorrow and Wednesday. On Thursday, expect a rainy day and as the storm system moves in during the early morning hours, we could see a brief wintry mix in spots, mainly north and west of Washington. Ice and snow could be a possibility, but I'm not tracking much in the way of snow or ice accumulations if that does materialize. And then again, rain throughout the day on Thursday that continues on Friday. And as the storm system moves out later Friday, it could end as a brief period of snow. But once again, accumulation unlikely with temperatures at the surface just not supporting that. However, temperatures drop off sharply after a high of 52. We'll be in the 20s by Friday evening and teens by Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And tonight in Hyattsville, 37. Fredericksburg already down to 30. Foggy bottom, 37 degrees. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, why ghost buses should no longer be haunting your commute. 721. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. 
722. Every success you've had began with a great opportunity. Now, there's another one. Last year, University of Maryland Global Campus awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Now's the perfect time to make your next career move. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. 723. If you travel on the Bay Bridge, you've probably noticed some new gates and signage around the North Span's reversible lane. Well, now some new tech is ready for prime time. The reversible lane on the Bay Bridge has been great for limiting the traffic headaches for drivers heading to and from the eastern shore. But making that direction change has been a chore. And crews have to get onto trucks and drop barrels and cones to make it happen. That can be time-consuming. Not anymore. Starting tomorrow, new automated gates will now swing open as those along with overhead signs and illuminated pavement markers will guide drivers through a change in direction. Maryland's Transportation Authority also believes it's safer for drivers, too, as the system will give you more time to figure out what's happening and what lane you should be in. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. If you're a regular Metro bus rider, it's possible your trip has been foiled by a ghost bus that never showed up to your stop. But now with new updates to its tracking system, Metro says you can rest easier. Here on the corner of Calvert Street in Wisconsin in northwest D.C., a few people are waiting on the 31 line bus that should arrive in about a minute. Buses that are scheduled to show sometimes never do. Data from Metro Hero shows about 12% of scheduled stops this year didn't even happen. The WMATA says they have fixed the ghost bus problem. With new updates to their tracking system, buses that are pulled from service due to repairs or driver shortages will now actually be pulled from Wamada's bus ETA trackers, which feeds to apps like Google Maps and the Transit app, hopefully making estimates of when your next bus will arrive just a bit better. Look at that, the 31 bus just pulled up. Hopping on, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 and Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A new owner for the chewing gum business at Mondelez. The company's agreed to sell brands such as Trident, Bubblicious, Chiclets, and Dentine to a European rival, the owner of Mentos. Mondelez had said last spring it wanted to focus on food and chocolate like the rest of us. The Avatar sequel is leaving Disney a little blue. The media company saw its stock fall to a more than two-year low, ending at its lowest since March of 2020, the low point of the pandemic. Avatar The Way of Water was one of the most expensive movies in Hollywood history, but it made only $53 million in the first two days after its release. And Justin Bieber used Instagram to blast fast fashion retailer H&M. He says the company's selling clothing that includes pictures of him without asking for his consent. He called the merchandise, quote, trash and urged people not to buy it. On Wall Street, losses of one-half to one-and-a-half percent. The Dow down 163, the Nasdaq 159, the S&P 30. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Money News brought to you by D.C. Department of Buildings, building our future together. The D.C. Department of Buildings serves the district's residents, businesses, and visitors and advances the development of D.C.'s built environment by prioritizing people, innovation, and safety. Learn more at dob.dc.gov. Coming up after traffic and weather, when the Supreme Court will hear arguments on the future of President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. 726. Oh, dearest Carl, please accept these Virginia Lottery holiday scratchers as a token of my love and affection. Uh, Carl. 
We've been married 28 years, so I've come to terms with you buying scratchers for yourself every year. But must you always write yourself a love note and read it aloud? It's called self-care, Linda. Not what that means. This year, gift a little excitement with holiday scratchers like festive bucks and holiday winnings from the Virginia Lottery. Please gift responsibly. I want to break free.